Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, September 18th at 2 p.m. in London. On Wednesday, the U.S. Federal Reserve announced a major change in how it would approach its management of interest rates, promising to keep interest rates unusually low for an unusually long period of time. Yet markets greeted these changes with a yawn. The story here is partly about expectations, partly about goals, and partly about the age-old question about whether central banks should be serving punch to keep the economic party going or taking the punch bowl away. The Federal Reserve has many functions, but one of its most important is to move short-term interest rates up or down to achieve its dual aims of full employment and stable prices. That is not easy. These two goals can often be in conflict, as an economy that's too hot can mean full employment, but prices that are also rising too quickly. As such, the Feds retain some ambiguity around exactly what these terms, full employment and stable prices, really mean, ambiguity that's given them more flexibility. But on Wednesday, there was a major update. The Fed adopted a Average Inflation Targeting, or AIT, strategy. Rather than reacting quickly to a change in inflation, the Fed promised to keep interest rates near zero even if inflation starts to rise, stating that they'll focus instead on the average level of inflation over time. Since inflation has been unusually low, it can now be unusually high for some period of time, as this simply is averaging things out. That matters because waiting for the average of recent inflation to rise would delay when the Fed would start to raise interest rates again. The Fed effectively promised not to raise interest rates through 2023, and in its economic projections, saw short-term interest rates remaining at zero, even if unemployment dropped all the way back down to 4%. You might think that a promise to keep interest rates low, even if economic conditions improve significantly, would be met with cheers from the market. But stocks actually fell in the aftermath of the Fed's statement. Part of the reason was likely because the Fed had already been dropping hints that a change like this was coming and that some investors were expecting the Fed to do even more. But another reason may be that this new policy opens up a host of questions. Will the Fed really be able to keep interest rates at zero if the economy is better in 2022, especially if there's a successful coronavirus vaccine? Would they object if longer-term interest rates start to rise, which would reflect this policy eventually working? And while this is a new policy, so to speak, it implies no new action. Short-term interest rates stay exactly where they were before. For markets, the Fed's endorsement of higher inflation over the cycle should benefit assets that benefit from higher inflation over the cycle. Small-cap stocks should do better, long-term treasuries should do worse. But with the Fed not taking any new action and committing to remain on hold, it also means that they're now off the board, so to speak. For the next several months, economic data, not the Fed, should be what's driving the market. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts of the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.